This is Off the Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider. Welcome back to Off the Break Podcast. I'm Cody, and with me are Kyle and Ken. Hello. Kyle, you seen any good movies this week? In my mind, I, I sure have. Say Eric, but <laughs> I'm like, I, stu- I stutter, and I'm like, Ken, yes. Ken, your husband. That guy. Yes, Ken, I have seen movies. A pretty good one. Why? fact. Why did I ever have you join this podcast? Why did you agree to any of this? Why? Why did I ever say yes to anything? I love being married. <laughs> so we're going to start our podcast off with the most pressing news of the week. Cody didn't watch Vertigo again. <laughs> and I actually remembered. Yeah. And Kyle well, watched it. Well, things happened this week. And to be fair, I've watched no movies. So it's not like I'm choosing. To be fair. Yeah, it's not like I'm choosing to watch another movie and shirk my responsibilities. I'm just not watching movies at all. But right that's now. a terrible thing to say. If I can't see them in a theater, I don't want to see them at all. I'm pretty sure you watched a a yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine doubleheader from bed this morning. That's not Ooh. a movie. <laughs> that's a TV show that I watched with my beautiful, beautiful children. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to butter up the audience. I yeah. see how it is. All right. Well, Kyle and I are still working on the punishment, so we'll get back Ugh. to that later. <laughs> I was looking over our notes for today's podcast, and I got to cody's classic corner <laughs> note and i'm like oh no you literally got vertigo <laughs> i did i like gasped and i was like no. that, one, that one was ken's joke earlier i can't take credit for that <laughs> <laughs> but actually there's no there's not gonna be any punishment this time oh. we'll let it slide thank you you are merciful this time <laughs> is it double punishment next time i mean i don't know it's on ken really. double double secret probation <laughs> <laughs> Well, on today's podcast, the great overlords that I work with um, are going to talk about theater chains and um, getting reopened. What are some of the sanitation guidelines that we can expect? Because we are going to have a few places reopen this week and, and I think a few more in the weeks to follow. Also, the big, um, <laughs> the big fight between AMC, Regal, and Universal yeah, so, the uh, yeah. Civil War and not the yeah. uh, Marvel kind. Not the Marvel kind, where <laughs> everybody's fine kind. in the end. Yeah. <laughs> no one dies. Um, and then we can talk a little bit about the change in some Academy Awards rules because of uh, COVID-19. And then I wanted to go over, just to give everybody a heads up on some repertory combo drives that the studios have put together for series for when you do open your theater, what are you going to play? And that should take us through the podcast. So That sounds like a perfect episode. Oh, so nice. Where do we want to start? Sanitation? <laughs> Fighting? Sanitation. That definitely Sanitation. sounds exciting. I always, if you have a choice to choose anything first in a procedure of any sort, sanitation was where I would go. Yeah. You don't want to just jump in with both feet and then like, oh, sanita- sanitization next. Yeah. <laughs> let's start. Sanitization. Let's... Sanitization. <laughs> <laughs> it, it dumbfounded me that you said that where do you want to start i don't know i thought it was yeah, hilarious sure. you were struck dumb by that comment i was <laughs> you, were, you were like trying to sell it so hard <laughs> okay well um if anybody's tuned in to the nato webinars or been following the news that's happening with theaters reopening in germany the thing that is um, 
on everybody's mind is how, when I reopen, how do I make my customers feel safe? And what are my cleaning practices going to be to keep um, not only the staff, but the but the um, customer safe in the theater? So what are some options that theaters can do um, and to start being thinking about implementing before they just open their doors now? Well, I mean, Germany had their theaters reopen and they had some good ones that Americans could probably borrow from. Um, ideas such as protective screens at the cash registers and counters. Um, employees getting masks and gloves is obviously like one that everyone's right. probably thought of by now. Um, you know, take e- taking even more um, disinfective measures to the extreme mm-hmm. but just by wiping down stuff even more constantly than before. Uh, tried to have social distancing rules in place, uh, tape marked on the floor or right. with signs, however well, you can. Um, theater capacity being reduced to, say, 50% or right. 25% mm-hmm. of capacity to offer spacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they even had an- another guideline that I thought was interesting to where entrances are the same, but like exits are done through like emergency exits of like yeah. the theater, the theater itself. Yeah. I thought that kind of like made sense. That way there's not as much traffic flow. Right. So you get, well, you get uh, like a more controlled traffic flow. So you come in one way and you go out um, one way and you don't intersect. Right. So that's nice. That seems like a very German thing to do though. Like they would walk in <laughs> one door, walk out the, everybody, everybody in single file lines. It's not America, baby. <laughs> no, but it's a good it's option. It's all going to be clustered. I mean, if you can use your emergency exits, mm-hmm. you may consider having people come in, not milling in the lobby, when in between shows, and exiting out the emergency exit out the back of the building. A lot of theaters are located in malls, and they would exit right out onto the parking lot, which would make a lot of sense. Yeah, if only we were all a little more like Germany. I kind of like the idea of obviously having every employee have a mask. um, And for the theaters that have some spending money and some extra budget, planning to find somewhere that can make cloth masks and maybe put your own theater branding on them so they become part of a uniform. Because some of these um, things that 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 people are going to do like the masks are going to last a lot longer than the virus itself, I think. Um, And so given the long-term nature of some of these things you're going to implement, you may consider investing in things like cloth masks for the employees, have them professionally dry cleaned every night and, um, and just have enough on hand. So it's like a uniform. But get on it early. Get yeah. supplies of masks, gloves, all those things now. Start and as soon as they're now. available. Even if you don't think you're going to open up till middle of June, end of June. Even if, you know, you want to be on that stuff now because when people start reopening in mass, it's just going to be a rush for some of this stuff. And none of these things are perishable. Right. And you're mm-hmm. you're not just competing with other theaters for cleaning supplies and masks. You're, complete, you're competing with all businesses. <laughs> trying to reopen this way with everyone everyone (laughs) every customer base business Mm -hmm. so we talked about a little bit about the face masks for employees um you know crowd control measures you can take maybe creating you know pathways uh one way you know pathways into the theaters by the concession stand that sort of thing um screens on the concession stand i have noticed i haven't really left my house but today I did get to go to Target for the first time 
forever. In There's 45 days. Yeah, it was a lot for me. <laughs> there was a lot of shopping happening today. I'm sure there was. <laughs> and there's Pelexi glass screens um, popping up there. Fast food play- windows now have them, I noticed today. So um, you're going to probably have to implement some sort of gar- uh, screen guard. It'll be, it'll be kind of expensive, I would assume. Not cheap, given all the demand for them now, but... It's time to get on it. There's no better yeah. time than the present. Um, if there are a few kinks in your um, setup, in your system for how it works, there's time to improve. Right. Nobody expects a perfect delivery system the first time out. No. But you're not going to get the full audience the first time out right. either. This is all planning for July 17th and July 24th for those two big blockbuster releases. Mulan. You want to be prepared You want to be ready to fill up your auditoriums as much as you're allowed to. Right. So the number one thing is to always check with your local health board um, and find out what your restrictions are. I, there's a lot of things you can implement, but no one's really going to help you along, and there's a lot of things you can do that might be overkill. So just check with your um, local government to find out what they're looking for you to do and then build your, your safety precautions and measures from there. Also, I think it's important that as you start to bring back your your employees to this you're gonna have a bunch of new training not only are they going to be trained in these new cleanliness measures and new processes but you know they've they've been off site for a while and so they're just as a general going to be rustiness so there's you want to allow some time for training and protocols to take place especially if you're implementing crowd control measures new cleaning schedules that sort of thing yeah, and something as simple as a you know a three question questionnaire when your employees come in. Mm-hmm. Have you had a fever? Have you been to a doctor? Have you been in contact with anyone who has or is presumed to have this illness? Right. You know, just just going through the motions. It's at this point we know that this can be controlled and it's overkill. Everything we're doing is beyond what we actually need to be doing, but it's the right thing to do for yourself, for your business, for your employees. Right for the theaters that you all believe in. So what are some other measures that we, because I know we talked about this a little earlier, what are some other measures that theaters can take besides crowd control and obviously updating the cleaning schedule? Removing the head or destroying the brain. (laughs) How about, um, you know, we talked about social distancing, limiting capacity in the theaters, expanding show times to accommodate for a higher cleaning schedule, but also like in your lobby, there's a lot of small lobbies that where people really congregate, maybe it's allowing um, ex- not only extra time between show times for cleaning, but for people to be able to get popcorn and get to their seats in time. Um, maybe implementing a kind of dine-in process where they come and they um, and they may place an order, but then you have an employee take them the order, so they're not standing at the concession stand, and you still get people through there. Um, And then also maybe like another problem area could be the bathrooms. You know, you, you may have issues where you can't use as many stalls or you, or as many sinks. So you can't get a wave of people through. So having those crowd control measures where maybe people don't get to always stop at the restroom after the movie. And don't drink that large soda. You might have to do that. (laughs) Obviously um, back to the concession stand, no refills. So, Mm. you know, Maybe you take this time to research grab and go 
concessions so that you don't have employees actually making or touching any of the food. So prepackaged chips and nacho cheese, that sort of thing. And maybe these are just temporary measures. Maybe they become long-term offerings in your concession stand, but I would um, definitely look into some of that stuff. Um, your vending machines, probably uh, like your soda machines, um, if you have the freestyle, they're going to probably have to be wiped down more and clean more. If you don't, you're, you know, when you get back up and running, there's going to be a bunch of things that you're going to have to check on the theater after being basically dormant for the last couple months. I do wonder, um, to like probably try to promote online tickets more than getting tickets at the booth right. might help lower uh, the might... amount of people all in one lobby. This might be the best time to impl to add reserve ticketing and um, online ticketing sales if you haven't done that already mm -hmm. even if you're the only theater in town and you're like oh I've never needed to do that well maybe this might be a reason just to keep people out of the lobby milling about as yeah much. and you can always turn it off right <laughs> it's you always... Can always add it now turn yeah. it off later you don't have to pay for it forever but I think we're missing something here the best thing to come out of this when it comes to auditoriums and restrooms is the closing of the middle stall. Am I right? <laughs> the middle <laughs> the stall? Middle, the middle urinal. I've seen this many places Yeah, where there's an odd number of urinals and they're closing off every other one or the middle one if it's three. Yeah. Wonderful. Bravo to That's everyone great. out that there. Is that is every man's dream. That is you walk Do they there. need more extra splash guards in the bathroom? No. No. It's just a matter of one person going to use three urinals and choosing the middle urinal for some reason. <laughs> So and then there's a whole the next person that comes in, which is always me, <laughs> just has to decide whether or not to stand on the right or left of this man <laughs> versus him standing on the right or left to begin with. Right. And then I may choose the one that he has not selected. And then if someone comes in third, well, that's just bad luck. Yeah. That's just bad luck. But the closing off the middle stall, bravo to everyone out here there that's closed a middle yeah. stall. And hopefully we'll keep it that way. Probably I guess, won't. I guess that's never really an issue for ladies because we have closed off stalls. Because so. you don't pee or poo, yeah. That too. Obviously. <laughs> we don't need bathroom breaks. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think what people are going to have to do, owners, managers, is if they're planning on open mid-May, two weeks, then I think they need to take a walk through the theater and just... Take every area, the lobby, the concession stand, the auditorium, the bathrooms, and just think about things that they can do to implement that and then what they need and then get those supplies now. Because when you reopen, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be busy. You're going to have to train staff. It's just, yeah. you don't want to make it up as you go on the fly. You want to go in with a plan. And get your equipment up and going now. Yeah. Run it through the paces. Make sure everything's okay because the last thing you want to do is try to fire up that, you know, $50,000 projector and find out something needs to be changed out on actually, it. Actually have an audience yeah. ready to go who's bought concessions and is ready to sit in your theater. Finally. Everything's performed perfectly. Everyone's distance. Concessions were sold. Nobody's come in close contact. Yeah. And then, boom. <laughs> There's no movie playing. Yeah. Where's the movie? <laughs> or when somebody finally does go to use the restroom and it makes an awful awful noise because the water has been flushed through the pipes in a while <laughs> yeah yeah i just go just go flush make just sure flush every okay. urinal flush yeah. every <laughs> stall as you know you tape them off flush them make sure they still work <laughs> just the middle one just the just middle the middle one. one um 
so yeah that's gonna be a big topic lots of things to think about with that um and you know just brainstorming here in the in the office we came up with a a bunch of really good solutions there that are probably being implemented all over the place but I haven't really left my house except for today in Target, <laughs> so I wouldn't know what's being happening. We'd like to think that people somehow found out about what we've been deciding. <laughs> you know, another good thing is, too, is you can, um, you know, as you wipe down doors and stuff, you can always maybe, like, leave a wipe or leave some signal that it's been been cleaned and have your disinfecting wipes around every doorway. And You're welcome for introducing <laughs> you to this wonderful Ken came up life with hack. So take your sanit- sanitization wipe. I know I'm saying that 100% wrong. Take your sanitizing wipe. You wipe down the door handle and you leave it hanging on the door handle so somebody knows, hey, Right. Look at what somebody did for me. But Leave it gonna... hanging on the door handle? So you yeah. know, so you know it's, it's been cleaned. It's been I was cleaned. just thinking, have like a sign that says, last cleaned 30 minutes Then you're ago. filling it out every 30 seconds because yeah. you are going to be on it. I mean, better than just leaving a wipe Maybe on like one of those chess clocks where you can hit it every time. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know. You know, you those, can... clock th- those clock signs where you can like move the arrow. Yeah. Like last cleaned at... Half an hour ago. Yeah, but you think of how many people go. go through that door and you're like, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. We'll come up with another better one for for rapid door use. That might that cloth um, cloth on the door might work for doors that don't get opened very often. That's a freebie. The other freebie that I gave you, which is going to help through all this, is the last three rows for cell phone use. Okay. It's time to implement it. It's time to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm not asking for any royalties. I just want to see it in progress. <laughs> okay. And close the middle stall, everyone, for Ken's and then comfort. All of your staff should wear screen masks. No, I'm just kidding. No. I, you know, <laughs> I, going out today, I wore a mask. Um, not everybody has been wearing masks where we live. but you nasties. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you people? <laughs> the germos. I wore my mask today. It's a Star Wars Stormtroopers mask. It's really awesome. Anyways, um, and I was actually kind of comforted when I saw all the employees in Target and this the guy stocking the wine and um, all, when the, having them all wear masks. I was like, yeah, we're all in this together. And so then you I, bought an extra bottle just for <laughs> just or, for that reason. You bought a twelve pack, but that's nice. Or two or ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Day it drinking is, is totally a thing now. Oh, for sure. It's wonderful. It's totally normal now. I do not want to always go back to work. <laughs> I do. do I do work. want to send kids kids to school. Yeah, I want to send kids to school. I don't necessarily want to go back to work. <laughs> I wonder if the office will let us day drink. Be like, sorry, I got used to this. <laughs> There's no way we can go back from this. We day, have to move forward. It's gonna be like, like a medical condition now. Where we're like, no, sorry, I need this. The other day, Ken and I had pina coladas for lunch. I was like. I feel like a pina colada. So we got the mix and we made them. <laughs> um, the other day, Cody made a cocktail at 10 a.m. I was a little stressed out. We were having work done on but our it, house again. But and it's I 9 o'clock somewhere. It. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, it's 9 a.m. somewhere. Hey, <laughs> hey, you were just upset. You call it a cocktail. It's bad behavior. Call it brunch mimosas and it's fine. On a Saturday, maybe. <laughs> fine. <laughs> On a Wednesday at 10 a.m. <laughs> okay, Gloria Vanderbilt. I was, watching, I was watching the landscapers clean out the yard. This isn't Kentucky Derby Day. It's finally a sunny day. 
spring break. Woo! <laughs> Cody, Cody's out there throwing beads at the mailman soda. driving by. <laughs> I can't be the only one that has tried a cocktail at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. Oh, I'm sure you're not the only one. There's going to be a lot of people wanting this to be normal now. And after (laughs) two months of it, I did it one time. I feel like that's really good. That is, I I would say that is really good. Yeah. It was a distressful day with the big excavator back at our house. And I got flashbacks to when he was trying to do the foundation. And I was like, no, this is going to be so expensive. (laughs) I need a drink. (laughs) It turned out beautiful, though. Good. Yeah. All the dirt work happened around our house. Anyways, where do we get off topic? Uh, speaking of dirty work, back to Hollywood oh, and yeah. these Academy Award changes. Yeah, we should probably talk about that. Kyle, what's happening with this? Uh, yeah, so because of movies from theaters now going onto VOD very quickly, or they just and have to do that, um, the Academy Awards is going to have like a temporary rule where... As long as those movies were meant to be in theaters but had to be put on VOD, they can, like, apply for the Academy Awards if they wanted to. So, like, if Trolls World Tour wanted to go to... Um, it's an early Best Picture co- frontrunner. Exactly. It's an early Best Picture frontrunner. If they wanted to, they can still um, try and get an Academy Award. But mm-hmm. it can't be done for, like, movies that directly get put on streaming services and it seems like it's only temporary and i'm hoping it's temporary because i would hate for this to be a full-time role right what's net so does netflix get to or amazon like who how, mm-hmm. what is this going to affect besides maybe trolls um because everything came out and then i mean th- early in the year there's never really like a yeah oscar front runner i mean like no. scoob could no the green knight is upcoming but is that that's still on the release schedule? A twenty four hasn't specified what they're doing with that yet. Is yeah. it A twenty four? It's A twenty four. Oh my gosh! It's gonna. I need to get back into the office it's gonna, more. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna go VOD too. I'm. I'm positive. But the, I haven't heard anything. But if they don't, they'll be the only one. The Academy playing. did say though that like they have to make sure that it does get put back in theaters to apply on like a seven day theatrical run, if they were planning on having that movie be in theaters mm-hmm. in the first place. I mean, it would only just be for, like, the animated movies, probably. I don't see, like, The Hunt or Bloodshot having a shot well, but they, <laughs> to but do they it. But they came out, though, in theaters. They actually debuted Wouldn't that right, be right. an That's interesting true. twist if, knock on wood, doesn't happen, but if it did, and these were the last movies that were played this year, and then your best pictures were, like, <laughs> <laughs> Bloodshot, <laughs> Bad Boys for Life, <laughs> Trolls. Yeah. yeah. If your best picture were, like, just all of the movies, like, there's, like, eight of them, and that's Sonic. it. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic <laughs> is, is up for, like... But you know the mass James audience. Marsden is up for best actor yeah. actor in a major motion picture. You know that audiences will be like, these are more relatable. I've seen this movie oh, before. Oh, they're probably the best viewed Academy Awards. Oh, for Awards. sure. hundred million. For sure. Never. Or if Screw they, period dramas. If we just got those films and then just got from like Thanksgiving through Christmas, because then um, be then we would have James Bond yeah. and, and Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. <laughs> Soul. <laughs> it would be good. Now, we got to have Mulan and Tenet in there and Wonder Woman. I feel like somehow they got to be like in addition in there too. Wonder that, Woman is best like foreign language film. <laughs> Because they just don't have anything they else. Have anything. <laughs> There's nothing else. She she came from Themyscira. That's a different location. Yeah. <laughs> that counts. They're like, part of this was filmed in Australia, so that's good. I'll take that. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Well, <sighs> it'll it'll certainly be an interesting award season, but it just feels like that's so far away. And in reality, yeah, that's none the last of, thing on our minds. None of the f- pictures that come out at this time of year are usually the hot, the contenders for the awards. It, right. We thought Rocket Man last year, and it tailed off in a major way. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just too. It's just so early that it kind of escapes people's minds, and so that's why studios strategically place Oscar um, pictures towards the end of the year. So yeah, I don't think it's going to apply too much to like the early awards can or early movie releases outside of like maybe just the animated stuff yeah if if they wanted to i don't know if they will but um but besides that though it, my just main worry is that this isn't temporary but it sounds like it is yeah. so because i could see streaming services or even studios just taking advantage of the role and well being like well we tried to like netflix we tried to have independent theaters play it but right. nobody wanted to yeah exactly you didn't really try Netflix. <laughs> you have our number. Yeah. <laughs> you know where we're at. You can Google us. Yeah. <laughs> first thing that comes up. Mm. Movie theater near me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know your offices are in LA. Yeah. Movie theater near me. 12,000 search right. results. <laughs> yep. Well, no, I don't know what I'm going to do I now. We tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of what theaters are going to play when they open up, um, we pretty much touched on this. There's no new films since March 13th, and there are so there were no new films since March 13th, and no new films on the release calendar um, till Tenet, basically July. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think there's like a pur is there a purge one in July? We don't know yet. Yeah, there's there's some iffy ones on there. But um, what we've heard is Tenet is pretty strong indication, although Warners may or may not move it. Um, we've got a little bit of time before they have to make a final decision on it. But I think for sure um, Disney has decided that Mulan will go July the, 24th. The so. East Asian markets will be open yep. for the th- film. Said C- South Korea is open. China is planning on being open by then. Yeah. And I think as long as China's open, they'll play Mulan. I think you just got to yeah, get true. it out. Yeah. You just got to get it out there in the marketplace and see so, what happens. we're looking at, like, what is that, eight weeks? About, so, yeah. Eight, nine weeks. I don't even know. Time just, stands Kyle, still. just keep staring at her until she's <laughs> just like, eight, nine, ten, eleven weeks. <laughs> eight, just nine, ten, eleven, twelve going. weeks. Well, I'm going to say four weeks in May, four <laughs> weeks in June, <laughs> That's... maybe two weeks in ten. I'll go ten weeks. Just to be eight, safe. nine, ten, ten weeks. Okay. Eight, nine, ten weeks. <laughs> ten weeks, everyone. Well, ten that's weeks. only if you were to open this weekend, so... I'm, I'm still going to stick with my eight weeks because somebody <laughs> might not get open till middle of May. <laughs> Regardless, you have eight weeks. What are you going to play? Kyle, what are we going to play? Uh, Ken, what are class, we going to play? Uh, I don't know. Probably uh, Tango and Cash Marathon um, yeah. or all the Rambos back to back to back to back to back to back. All the Rambos, that would be a good choice. Yeah. Um, you finally watched Rambo Last Blood. <sighs> Thank you, Lionsgate, for yeah. making this horrible, terrible, wonderful <laughs> movie. Yeah. I hadn't had a chance to see it, and yes, I watched it on a streaming service because you have to. Right. I watched the entire movie in 13 minutes because I fast-forwarded anything that resembled dialogue mm. and just watched the murdering. <laughs> just watched the murdering. It was... Murderific. <laughs> <laughs> was it's so murdery. <laughs> it was... 
it was damn murder it, it didn't make any sense <laughs> there were so many guys that john rambo killed he may have killed more people in this than exist <laughs> period the last 20 minutes is just a bloodbath probably half hour actually now that i think about it yeah and if you fast forward between the murders, it goes even faster. It was, it was incredible and. Are you sure terrible. you didn't miss murders by trying to fast forward? It's entirely you? possible. Watching, getting used to watching movies on like cell phones and tablets. Yeah. It's like darker and lighter always than it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> so then all of a sudden you're like, do you just kill three people or two people with that hatchet? You never know. On that teeny tiny screen, you can't tell. Old man yeah. eyes. I'm pretty sure I watched him throw a hatchet through someone into another person, which was cool. <laughs> Or a machete. I'm not sure which one it was. Right. Yeah. So the point we're getting at with all this murder talk. More is Rambo. The release schedule has been <laughs> murdered. And the film companies have graciously put together these repertory combo drives. And so um, each studio has offered something. Sony has theirs. Paramount has some. Lionsgate. Warner's. We hear some rumblings that Disney is even going to offer something, which is way uncharacteristic of them because they don't offer anything from their repertory division to, to film theatrically, to show theatrically. So that's going to be awesome. Um, basically, you'll get like four or five movies on the same drive, and they try to make a theme with the series. So Paramount had like a throwback to the 80s. Um, Lionsgate had an awards contender one with like La La Land in it. And, and then so... Um, it's just going to be kind of nice because you're going to get one drive. It's going to have multiple films on it, and you can play it over the week. You can play it every day. You And if for once the film companies are working with independent theaters right. and doing things like lowering minimums, creating these because yep. these don't always exist. They don't no. ever exist. Not really. So them creating these so we can lower shipping costs to mm -hmm. locations. This, this is one of the few times that we felt like the film companies had independent theaters backs on this specific thing right. where they weren't necessarily prepared for it, but they worked with their teams that book classics and repertory titles and yeah. made something happen. Which is great because they know that AMC is not going to open till end of June and Cinemark is not opening till end of June and same with Regal. And so they didn't make these combo drives and these series for the big guys. They made them for independents and I think it'll take a, on a little bit more advertising, creativity on the independence part, but it should be going hand in hand with your messaging about COVID being you're open, you're there, you're cleaning. Oh, and enjoy these nostalgic throwback films while we're at it. Um, because they're all repertory titles, you can think about lowering ticket prices, offering for free, getting sponsorships, involving other people in the community. There's a lot more flexibility with these titles than we've ever really seen. And I think theater should really take advantage of that at this point. Because of COVID restrictions, you might not be open more than Friday and Saturday night. But you don't have to be open the three-day minimum with these titles. Yeah, this gives independent theaters a way to really show what that means. Right. And to really get creative with your marketing, your programming, your ticket pricing, your outreach to the community. Mm -hmm. This is the one time where no matter how big or small you are, you really have the ability to show what you're made of. Right. You know, you can sit and do free shows and just do community outreach or you can do paid shows and bring in stuff that's going to be interesting and have promotions. And I mean, there's, there's a real ability to, you might think about doing discounted tickets so that the 
or even free and then offering concession packages. So really the, the bulk is getting people to come and buy your concessions. Yeah. Toilet paper with every ticket, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a jug of Lysol, something that's going to at least bring it up. I mean, we're not tickets. And sanitizer with a theater logo on it. Absolutely. There's got to be something you can do. <laughs> You know, this isn't quite the uh, open a bank account, get a free gun giveaway, but we can we can do something here that's going to really going to stand out and yeah. make your theater be remembered for a while. And maybe, you know, reach out to other struggling businesses in the community and do um, swaps. Maybe you can give them tickets for, um, you know, the sponsorship of the of the theater and the in the other business can go out and give out tickets that sort of thing um maybe you can offer a package like come to the movie see this and then get 10 percent off from a local business we're all in this together main street together yeah no everybody there's not one business that isn't affected by this and 99 percent of business are affected negatively right. maybe um, you can even partner with local like a local bakery or a local restaurant and feature foods that you wouldn't normally have had in your concession stand, but maybe you can make a deal where, you know, on the business and um, you're reaching out to it and partnering with each other. Yeah. Spaghetti and space balls, something that's going to get people excited. I would be there for that. (laughs) In a heartbeat. That actually sounded really fun. (laughs) I'm just happy that uh, these studios are actually like helping out the little guys that's for sure yeah. i hope that kind of turns into a relationship that can flourish more than it has over the years but maybe that's wishful thinking but it's at least something if independent theaters can get themselves back open now you should definitely take advantage of this because who knows if the studios are going to remember you after that or not hopefully they will yeah but you should you know it's not even this product is going to be around probably even longer past july because i mean how many people are going to be able to open Mulan and how long will Mulan sustain you um, before you need other titles? And so I, I really think you're going to be reaching into repertory to fill screens yeah. moving forward. Absolutely, for a while. Yeah. And who knows what uh, we're going to come back to, whether it's going to be these crazy week, three-week, four-week minimums that we've seen before for some of these or if they're going to relax those too because they know that they've got to just get it out there. They've got to yeah. get everybody to play what they've got when they've got it. You know, tenants going to need and you may every hold location. Stuff three or four or five weeks that when you normally wouldn't have, because there's going to, you know, what else is there to play out there? Yeah. What else is there to really see? And there's not going to be the competition from the other product, and and so, people aren't going to be able just to flock and fill the theater on the opening week because you're going to be under capacity restrictions so hopefully that translates into longer legs on a film and the duration and like we talked about in last week's podcast kind of a throwback to the old school movie going where ghostbusters played for so many weeks because it really was one of the only good films out there at that time absolutely yeah these uh, these long extended runs yeah i mean i wouldn't mind coming back and seeing that where stuff holds long you know more than the three or four weeks that it does now then it, then maybe we wouldn't have to worry about windowing as much <laughs> nice <Yeah. laughs> speaking of the thing that we talk about every podcast episode the fight 
the grand fight of our lives. I'm really excited for this topic. <laughs> now we're going to really excited for this. We're, topic. we're going to play nice because we have personal relationships with these people yes. at the film companies. We're going to be polite and not talk out of turn, and we're going to be courteous. Courteous. Goddamn Universal. <laughs> well, I told you that it was. No one begrudges a studio from playing a film on premium VOD like Warner Brothers is doing with Scoob that because they had other arrangements in place for merchandising and toys and you can't just pick the movie up and move it and then move all those other sub deals. So everybody gets it. Everybody is like, I don't like it, but I get it. But Universal, instead of kind of explaining that to everybody, just stepped on out there right away before theaters were even fully closed across the nation and said, we're doing this. Then theaters closed. So then they were sort of justified in doing it. Um, But now that they're saying now they're going back and saying, well, it was such a major success that now we're going to implement this as a complementary strategy to our theatrical slate. And And we'd expect to see what AMC did out of some independent chains out of smaller places that were like, don't tread on me. But then the Babe Ruth of, (laughs) of theater companies, the guy with the biggest stick comes out and says, Oh no, 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 no. (laughs) I think, um, I think what shocked everybody was the tone and the language. Usually they're more diplomatic, but it was nice to see them being like, no, (laughs) they sounded piss uh, yeah. amc pretty much wrote a letter to universal in case of people don't know right. that literally says screw you guys you went back against your word and we mm-hmm. saw this coming but we still let you guys do what you did and now you're gonna pay the price we won't show your yeah. movies yeah right. universal came home with lipstick on its collar after a bachelor party <laughs> <laughs> um 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 yeah now there are a couple of things I want everybody to keep in mind because the language is su- in these letters and what you're going to read in articles is super aggressive, but keep in mind it is major posturing. I don't think universal was as successful as they make it out to be because there's no way to no. verify their information. So when they say we made a hundred million dollars, did you make 60 in a rounding up? Did you make a hundred with toy sales? And you're like, this has just been a great <laughs> great overall achievement and i do love or do you are you projected to make a hundred when all is said and done into what would normally would have been a a, rental period as a gross number (laughs) not subtracting any costs yeah you know and i do love that amc is the one that stepped up one because they have the biggest stick but two also because they're about ready to enter bankruptcy protection right Right. (laughs) when i saw that it was amc that first started this i was like well they're kind of in bankruptcy they're gonna need universal titles as well as like disney or wonder bros so i don't see this like really going much farther than just a threat and then regal stepped in and was like no we got you guys back screw universal screw those guys i was like oh now this is real cue regal entering bankruptcy (laughs) protection next week right (laughs) Regal's the big brother for AMC in this fight that (laughs) has begun. Well, there's that. But also, I took a step back and I'm like, oh, as great as this all sounds, and it's like, yeah, Universal. Let's be really honest. You cannot give up a studio. I don't care how big you are. AMC, Regal, you cannot afford to not play product from a studio. It just... Even if you're a big chain. I've never seen it work very well. Unless you're closing screens. Right. So you need their product, but so I always keep that in the back of my mind. I've never seen a client able to not 
play a, a, one of the three big ones. I, what I say by Universal, Disney, or Warner Brothers, and be able to survive very well. Yeah, one so, of the one of the seven big ones. They're always you have to have product. Right. You, you have, have to have, have product. Film on screen. Um, so keeping that in mind, I was like, what's the release schedule? What is the sacrifice going to be made by this? How is how are they going? Where are they going to hurt Universal at? And to be honest with you, Universal didn't have any product till sort of September, more like October with Halloween. So they really, in reality, have till October to posture themselves and negotiate out of this. And to file bankruptcy. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, what's funny to me is that Universal made it sound like it was going to be all titles are going to do theater and VOD on the same yeah. day. But even Universal has to think like titles like Fast and Furious, Jurassic World. There's no way. There's certain titles that they're definitely going to protect. Yeah, that's there's why... no way that they're yeah. not going to only have them in theaters first. No, I'm imagining these are fast to next yeah. year. No, this it was a major misstep by the Universal CEO during his his uh, article with Wall Street Journal. Yeah. But Speaking he the also way he did. clarified with analysts the same thing, position that they hmm. want to be able to move their product to premium VOD at their will. And that's that's where I think they're going to negotiate with the studios because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what product they're talking about. It has to be like that. smaller titles like yeah. Maybe Candyman, like can I mean smaller shut your mouth. Well, <laughs> it's just not probably not going to have the purge. opening like I need to actually purge, purge. I need to actually purge watch. titles could yeah. be an option yeah. too. I need to watch those with people cuz I get scared if I watch them by myself. <laughs> I think they're just, and I think all studios are doing this quietly. Universal just took a big stand out of nowhere during a pandemic to make their point. I think trying to better position themselves. But I think all studios are looking at how can we reutilize the theatrical window? Like where do we make our money in the, in windowing? Where does it make sense when something's not working to, send it away. And those are negotiations that had to take place. We've been talking about this for a couple of years now. Like, you know, I don't know if anybody remembers a few years ago when the Murdochs and Fox were at the forefront of this debate, wanting to lower windows, do premium VOD. And everybody was, um, was on them for that. So it's not surprising that these major companies with more than the, that are, bigger and beyond their film divisions want to utilize this more, especially as they all add their own streaming components. Yeah. Yeah. Every single studio, excuse me, has had these talks for years. Um, It's that's not surprising. I just think some of them like Disney and Warners are better at communicating with theaters saying like um, what they're wanting to do. Like they're still obviously wanting to put titles in theaters, like first and foremost, but like for some things like Scoob or some things like Artemis Fowl, like they probably have had those type of discussions where they want to put that stuff on and there's understanding. I would imagine. Maybe, but it's easier, I think, for Disney to be like, well, we only make <clears throat> big movies, so we are only going to want to have them in the theaters that we will specifically, if there's going to be anything less than a fran- tentpole franchise. Um, then we will have produced it and it was never going to be marketed to mm-hmm. theaters. It will have been produced and created for streaming. 
and that's what we talked about a lot when we talked about streaming was this idea that what streaming was going to do was pull product away. It was just going to pull a certain kind and quality of product out of the theaters and direct to streaming. And I think Universal may have overstepped its bounds a little with this idea that with a third path, you either have theatrical, you have streaming, or you have this premium VOD that you can market like it's a theatrical movie, but pay a premium price that the studio gets back most Mm -hmm. of it. And I think that's where the theaters are saying, no, you know, we are not going to tolerate where you use us to be able to sell this movie, act like it's a movie in the theaters, and then reap all the benefits of that. Right, right. I am curious, it, does NATO have anything to do with what's going on between AMC, Regal, and Universal? So NATO is Universal? A, a trade organization. They represent theater owners um, across the nation, and their biggest members are AMC, Regal, and mm-hmm. Cinemark. So they can't... As a trade organization, I don't think they legally can get involved or um, say anything on the behalf of those because then it looks, I think, like collusion, like they're directing them. And that's always kind of been the problem is the theaters can't all get together and tell the studios, no, we're not going to do this. So when you had previous windowing negotiations, Universal had to go to each of the chains and negotiate and then fox had to go to each of the teams so it works both ways the studios can't all get together and be like well we're going to force the theaters to do this strategy and the theaters can't all get together and be like we're going to refuse to play this film right so that makes it a little bit more challenging and then you've got all the little independent guys down the middle that also can't come together yeah and say well we're just not going to play it because if the independents came together i think they're like 20 percent of the screens in the u.s and 20 percent is a lot and that's a lot of power to be able to say like mm-hmm. hey w- if we refuse to play but then that 20 percent is made up of everything from your little mom pa drive-ins to you know yeah. uh, a mid-circuit so well it was, i found this thing interesting where universal kind of fired shots back at amc and they were saying they were disgusted by how uh, nato and amc teamed up to like attack universal and they were like trying to play the victim at least what it came across and when i saw yeah. that nato's name was brought up i thought about it. i was like why did nato get involved i don't I, i'd be I surprised if nato got Na- involved. the most out... involved nato got was like we'll never forget this yeah <laughs> exactly was never Na- like nato, NATO put, <laughs> puts out lots of lots of statements and uh, these yeah. webinars and things where they say, well, certain film companies have made some transgressions in the last few weeks, right. but they, they'll never the, name anybody and no. they'll right, never get right. excited. And I think NATO made a really good point that this was a one-off situation under extraordinary circumstances. I yeah. mean, how, how has there ever been in the history this many people stuck at home needing content? And it's just hasn't happened this is a high water mark and you can't use this as an example to change a strategy that's been working for decades right yeah it and just I, it I just seems what everybody's just trying to get to the point with universal and the other it's mm-hmm. i think they're taking a hard line with them too because this is like a warning to the other studios like hey the, you're button up against our boundaries here and we're not going to deal with it anymore yeah. Yeah, it just feels like at this point Universal is kind of taking advantage of all of this bad situation that everyone has to go through. But 
but not then admitting the, you know, to it. It's going to happen next summer. They're going to want Fast and Furious everywhere, and they're going to want yep. three weeks on it. And they're yep. going to be like, "This is our big movie, and you, you're our partner, and you have to help us out." And and I think that is what is so grating is you know that they're going to come back to you and want this stuff on their big mo- movies and, <laughs> and then theaters will say we remember trolls world tour yeah we remember <laughs> well this i mean it's not just that either i mean they all these film companies made decisions to take movies from theatrical and put them on vod so we had right. locations that were still open and able to open uh the hunt invisible man yeah. and those things Bloodshot. that from but, Sony. But it's not were, like it was just universal. It was, but it was yeah. a week after national release or on the national release date that these movies were VOD available. Yeah. Or premium VOD. Same difference. <laughs> but they, they were made available. And it's it's counterproductive and it's counterintuitive to every cent that was spent on these movies. Yeah. Making them. Promoting them. Everything was made or spent so that these movies could be put in theaters. Yeah, and they, they, they're they're all taking massive losses. That's why I said I think there's this difference. Either you have product, content, movies, whatever, that is meant for theaters, that's going to be higher quality, that you're going to put marketing dollars mm-hmm. behind, and that you're going to want the experience for, and that stays at theaters. And then there's going to be lesser content. And the one that always comes to mind is that lady and the tramp remake that disney made like that i looked at that and it's like that's just not quality for theaters that and that has worked great on disney plus and i don't begrudge disney to make product for disney plus it's just or you know peacock or hbo max or whatever it's going to be it's just this trying to carve out this middle of the road where it's like, oh, this is so good to be in theaters, but you can watch it at home for less than it takes you to go to the theater. Yeah. Like, that is what is you can't cross that line. That right. you cannot use that. You cannot cross that line. You can make stuff for your your streaming. You can make stuff for the theater, but quit trying to po- like go on the backs of theaters. Under and, undercutting these people that have yeah. made you trillions of dollars. Get you exactly. to where you are now, <laughs> who took, for sure. Who took yeah. all of the expense to upgrade the locations, who take on all of all of the cost of having brick-and-mortar buildings, utilities, equipment, and then now refurbishment to all those buildings. Buying $100,000 projectors when you didn't want to do reels anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does everybody forget that in 2012, the studios basically came to them and said, we don't want to have to produce film, so we're going to digital, and if you don't convert, you're done? I mean, <laughs> and then the and everybody came and pitched in, and we survived that, and we can survive this one. Yeah, but I can't wait for to see how this continues out. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we can survive it. I got a tickle in the back of my throat, and I saw Kyle's eyes watering a little bit. I'm worried about us. <laughs> I think we're about ready to crack. Why? <laughs> I think he's got the Rona. <laughs> I feel fine. Kyle. I feel fine. <laughs> Kyle will be the last one who gets it. I've been all protected up, but knowing my luck, I probably would be able have to you, get it still. Have you gone to a store or anything yet? Um, barely. No, only yeah. for only to like grab a couple of supplies for ten minutes. But I still have like masks and gloves on, and I try to keep social distancing in check. But everyone else just does not want to. Right. Everyone suddenly wants to be next to me. I don't know. <laughs> It's well, weird. We Most popular guy. <laughs> I became the popular guy once I put on the mask. We, <laughs> <laughs> we 
we did try to accommodate and distance ourselves more on the podcast as far as, you know, our cords will let us. <laughs> There's six so, feet. Yeah. Almost. Six feet and then some. I am limited by the technology of my time. Yeah. We are still corded in our setup. <laughs> and we yeah. could try to do a, a Skype call, but have you listen to any podcasts that have done that and then the people cut out and it's so annoying it's it's kind of weird when i see the rare occurrence where those podcasts like work because of how good their mics are like somehow (laughs) just one of those people in the podcast just has such a good mic to where it's just high speed internet and who doesn't in those interviews because (laughs) the the good the internet doesn't cut out <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much oh my gosh <laughs> we do not have that here <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we have mountain west internet <laughs> but we're still bringing you the podcast guys yeah, we are that, that darn internet yeah, cut down a swath of trees to get the line through <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm really curious to see how this um all plays out between theaters and Universal. If Universal will change anything, or if they'll be now like, no, no I'm I going to <laughs> do it. <laughs> I don't think you'll hear much after this. Um, I think it'll go to closed doors negotiations, mm-hmm. and it'll be all behind the scenes. Like I said, no I more really, chains coming in. I really think this is posturing. It would mean more to me if mm-hmm. AMC or Regal stepped out and said this when it was Fast and Furious. And they're yeah. like, we're not going to play Fast and Furious because you you did premium VOD on da, 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 whatever. So I, no one really has anything to lose right now. So to me, this is a sweet spot for one of these, um, mid-level chains to step in and go, yeah, like to be the, (laughs) the, like redheaded cousin, (laughs) like the ankle biter. And you know, they're like, yeah, I I told you you couldn't do this. And you know, they're (laughs) going to do that a week after, they come to terms and have an agreement. (laughs) So there had been previous um, with Paramount, they talked about cost sharing. So, or um, profit sharing. So something that would only play two weeks in the theaters and then go to premium VOD, Mm. the theater chains were going to get a cut of it. So I think Paramount did that experimentally a couple of years ago. Um, But that was with the 40 or $50 premium VODs, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty it was not twenty dollars. Yeah, no. That was not so not only did Universal do the pre premium VOD, but then they're like, let's make it cheaper than taking a family of four to the theater. <laughs> make it cheaper than a single ticket in some of these major cities. Yeah. Yeah. In, in Manhattan <laughs> a, a ticket. Like an IMAX ticket. Yeah, in Manhattan an IMAX ticket is twenty four ninety nine. Right. <laughs> Nineteen ninety nine, all the trolls you can see singing dancing. <laughs> right. All sorts of colorful crap. Yeah. So there's so many aspects. All sorts of, of colorful crap. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many aspects of this. It's where do you place the premium VOD number? You know, when in the theatrical window does it go to that? Do the do theaters get a kickback from it? Do ter- terms didn't really change. That's something that no one really talked about. Mm-hmm. Terms were not very they're not they weren't as low as you would have assumed having gone to premium vod I'm like what what was to stop me from just not booking it renting it and then for 20 bucks and then being like here i played it <laughs> for free i did it <laughs> technically it's your master licensing agreement that keeps you from doing that but mm-hmm. the sentiment was there we don't talk sure. like it on this side yeah. we do everything by the book we do everything by the book you can't do that but 
Universal made me want to. <laughs> I I'm, didn't. I am happy to see like theaters actually like getting attention in the news because normally yeah. like it's studios or like actors that get like the headlines right. about like a movie that comes out and people only talk about that side of it but to like actually see stories where people are like oh yeah theaters are a thing or we you, should write about theaters it's it's actually kind of cool at well least. it just shows in the in the culture how important a theater is in still and people don't realize in this it. tech savvy online world the thing that binds us is still that shared movie going experience right and so when journalists and people in the news write about how this virus is affecting people shutting down um theaters are always brought up in that because it's weird to think that you can't go out to eat and you can't go to the theater and like you can't go to the beach and stuff like what are what what encompasses a town it's a post office it's a hospital a it's, church, a bar, and a theater. Yeah, there's there's like five <laughs> things. Yeah, and there's one road that connects them all that people drive right. down and around and around and around every Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they miss it. They can't have that anymore. No, but it's slowly coming back. That's good. We've yeah. had a couple clients come back online. We have some more planned for next week. It'll be a slow rollout, but it's just nice to see people reopening. Yeah, normalcy will come back. It was tough, but. Yeah, all the day drinking we'll be, was we'll be tough. Good. And napping. I didn't even really get to enjoy a nap because we were working on our house. Napping, margaritas. I needed, <laughs> a day, I needed a day drink because I don't know about other parents, but I became a teacher and I was not equipped for that <laughs> emotionally, mentally. I don't think any parents were, no. unless if they were already teachers. <laughs> no, there is. Bless those people. I do not have the patience for it. I have two college degrees and I'm like, education is important to me. And then I, I just become I be so mean. I'm like, you sit down, you do this. I want a name at the top of the paper. I believe, <laughs> I believe the statement was really, really. <laughs> yeah. What, they got an answer wrong? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. It was. Really? Just you think so, the answer six? <laughs> yeah. No joke. I said that. <laughs> So that to a six-year-old. <laughs> we're, we're not writing a oh, thesis no. here. We're, we're... Dad oh, had to no. come in and step in. Mom, here's your cocktail. <laughs> here's Mom your cocktail and some dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. Yeah. You have been relieved of command. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it's 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 good that we're trying to get back to normal oh, now. <laughs> then I would be like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I'm just not suited for it. Then I'd let Dad do it. And then I'm like, uh, go back and look. I'm like, there are wrong answers on this paper. Why is the name not at the top? What hey, is going on? You came from the the school where perfection is a requirement. Yeah. I came from the school of C's get degrees. <laughs> okay. We're not. Not we're, my house. We're, not, <laughs> we're discovering. That We've name will be put on the paper years. and it will be spelled we're not, correctly. We're not raising yeah. a Rhodes Scholar here, oh. but I would like him to get an estate school. You know, Not only spelled correctly. <laughs> written nicely i have made him erase so many things he only just learned to write <laughs> he still hasn't learned how to erase properly why yeah. have you not learned cursive yet <laughs> my six-year-old child yeah. that's a whole nother, don't don't say cursive that's a whole nother can of worms i showed him cursive i'm like this is why we start at the top and this is why we do this the letter this way oh, god cursive doesn't matter I don't make him write in cursive. I just I hope not. showed him that it's easier on your hand and you flow better if you start your letters at the I, top. I'd rather you show him like 
real death videos than show him cursive. <laughs> wow. It has no wow. use in real life. If Just you show see him guy, Rambo last blood. Yeah, you see a guy get stabbed in the chest by a giant machete. At least he knows that can actually happen. A pluses don't matter if he gets shot in the stomach. Nobody's going to hand him something in cursive and but be like, can you read this? Sure. I want him to write nicely <laughs> and not have really big letters and really teeny tiny letters and then letters all spaced together and then letters all spaced really far apart. You mean arrange Hopefully really nicely in a uh, format that's easy to read and use like uh, silverscreeninsider.com? Yeah. <laughs> like it was typed into the computer. <laughs> uh, available for the low, low price of $25 a month, $300 a year. <laughs> All right, that's a nice plug and all, but 13 years together, Kyle. I'm learning things about my husband <laughs> during COVID. He's a three, he's a C's get degrees guy. <laughs> oh. My diplomas on my wall in my office. I'm like so proud. And he's like, yeah, just get it done, kid. Just get it done. I know. I got a Photoshopped ITT technical degree above my desk. <laughs> Stop it. Oh. So, yeah, so mom's. At simultaneously in charge of education, but also needs breaks. So specifically cocktail breaks. And, and our school is basically remote learning for the rest of the school year. He's never <laughs> going back. Yeah, but summer vacation's coming up. So summer I guess I guess technically he's, he's technically here, right? been it's on summer vacation here, for guess, the last two days. But... Let's just say at the same time, I have now like hit my limit, and I'm like, whatever, whatever. We don't have to finish all. <laughs> Your dad's right. He's get degrees. Go play. Go play. (laughs) At a certain point, I was like really into it. I was like, I'm going to be such a good teacher because when I thought it was like four weeks. And then when it turned into like, it went to the fifth week and now it's seven more weeks after this. I'm like, oh. I don't know if I can handle this. Yeah. This worksheet says, let's play the quiet game. Yeah. <laughs> weird. Can you go find the Smishrafrush? It's a weird mythical creature. It's in your room. Go find it. <laughs> That'll distract him for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> now, and he's so good. And he just looks at me with these like really sad eyes. Like, mom, are you upset with me? Oh, and he like, knows exactly what he's doing. Oh. Like, you're right. Let's get a cookie and just forget about homework. <laughs> a cookie, quote unquote. I, it's a cocktail. It's terrible. I want to be militant mom and then instantly go to fun dad. <laughs> <laughs> the worst teacher ever. <laughs> well, shout out to teachers then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, need them don't to have kids during a pandemic. <laughs> Good choice. Or just have babies. Ship them off to a boarding school. Babies during a pandemic would be <laughs> Is fine. there a pandemic? Is there any yeah. boarding schools nearby? Let's do this. <laughs> They'll be safe. They'll be away from everything. <laughs> At least they're together. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting, through, we're getting through it. But at a certain point in the next couple of weeks, enough theaters are going to re- reopen that I'm going to be busy, and then I don't know who his teacher is going to be. So. The That'll world. be an inch. We'll cross <laughs> that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell you how that goes another yeah. time. <laughs> the TV, that's who's teacher's yeah. going to be. <laughs> I think Bill Nye and Mystery Doug. <laughs> yeah, and Dino Trucks. And Dino Trucks, yeah. <laughs> oh, I've heard all about Dino Trucks. <laughs> What's uh, Should I plug us on out of here then? Yeah. Is that... What we're leaning towards plug away plug all away. right uh thank you as always for listening to this podcast um 
our podcast is on all of the platforms, uh, including Spotify. That was a big deal for us a while yeah. back. Um, but you can also check us out at silverscreeninsider.com if you're a theater owner or manager. Um, we got you covered on all things happening in the theater industry right now. Right. So please check us out there. Yep. Check the release schedule. We update it all the time. Download your scoreboard. There won't be anything on it till July, but that's how it should be, right? Yeah. Yeah. You've survived another week. We're one week closer to normality, folks. Hang in <laughs> there. Hang in there, guys. You got this. We are too. Yay, day drinkers. <laughs> <laughs> Unite. <laughs> Take care. Bye.